Hello, welcome to How to Scale a Business. I'm Bridget Devon, your host, and today I'm excited to welcome Ashley Hart with She Plays. Ashley Hart is founder and CEO, and she is an avid sports fan, participant, and fantasy sports player, and she grew up playing basketball and soccer herself. Um, as founder and CEO at She Plays, they are providing people with a fantasy sports platform that focuses focuses on U.S. women's leagues. Their mission is to give a platform and raise awareness for the women's side of the sports industry. And along with their app, they also have an awesome podcast. Um, so today we're going to talk with Ashley about her work in, um, in, in fantasy sports and everything along with that. <laughs> Welcome, Ashley. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah. Um, so to start, can you share with us about yourself and how She Plays got started? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm from North Carolina and uh, went to Wake Forest, go Deeks. Always got to give a shout out. Uh, spent um, the first 10 years after college in the nonprofit world, um, basically still entrepreneurial, very, very much um, leaning on entrepreneurial skills. I uh, was in charge of like a countywide office um, that just like really learned how to run a company and like all the aspects, sales, marketing, communication, team building, all that stuff. Um, and then just wanted to do something different. Uh, still wanted to do something that I felt made a difference in the world. Um, I've played sports all my life, love sports. I grew up a Carolina Tar Heel fan in North Carolina, you know, college basketball is everywhere. Um, and yeah, if I could do something in sports, that would be cool, I thought. Um, and yeah, long story short, I was trying to find a soccer game that had some of the U.S. women's national team players. They had just won two World Cups. It was their league game, and it was just impossible to find. It wasn't on TV. The stream wasn't that great. And I was like, why is this still happening after we just won two World Cups? Um, what, what's worked on the men's side of sports to really drive games on TV and like interaction that doesn't exist in women's and yeah, just kind of had a light bulb moment of like, oh my gosh, fantasy sports don't exist. Um, looked at the numbers and I was like, oh my gosh, women's sports only get 5% of sports media coverage. Uh, let's do something about that. So that's where she plays came from. That's fantastic. And so um, what what was it like developing this service and this platform? Yeah, it's been, I will say of all my management experience of running a company, starting one is entirely different. Mm. Um, lots to learn. Uh, what do they say? It's like an MBA on the streets. You know, you learn by a lot of trial and error. You learn a lot by being in community with other entrepreneurs. Uh, that's like my number one recommendation for anyone doing this is to surround yourself with other founders um, and advisors, people who have gone before you. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been since 2019. So um, we just had like a four year birthday, which is really cool. Um, and I learn new things every day, but it's been exciting. It's been hard. It's been stressful. Um, but that's also how I feel trailblazing feels. Um, yeah. Tale as old as time there. So uh, happy to be among that company um, of people and yeah, excited for what comes next. Absolutely. So speaking of challenges, what kind of challenges have you faced in building your business that you were able to overcome? Well, so fantasy sports and building an app is very tech-based and I am not. I am like a nerd when it comes to like, help me figure out my TV. Is it working? 
Mm -hmm. uh, but as far as coding, it's truly foreign languages to me. So um, yeah, it's been really interesting knowing I can't do it, being new to the space and learning who to trust, who you know really does quality work. So I feel like getting enough advice and some trial and error, right? Like not spending the same money twice. So if something you took a, a chance on something and it didn't work out, um, regroup and figure out how to not make the same mistake again. Um, so I think the that's been a challenge. And then just in the women's sports space, um, fantasy sports rely heavily on stats. Um, how are the players doing in real life translates through the formula of how they're doing scoring points on my app. And when you don't have the stats available, when companies haven't invested in covering those leagues and providing those stats, it gets a little tricky with what we can do to give coverage to them. So that's also been something that we've encountered that was disappointing to encounter, um, but getting creative, working with leagues individually to figure that out and, and keep the, the, fantasy aspect alive yeah and absolutely um and that it kind of is showing to how your business is shaping the industry if more stats are becoming available because of the request for them and that's really exciting yeah yeah we definitely hope so that's that's definitely something that having accurate and available stats takes a league from here to here just in like coverage that can be done and yeah opportunities like this so um, we do hope that that either catches the eye of some of the bigger stats companies that, hey, there is a market here, um, or that someone else comes along and gives women's sports the attention they're due and like really tries to build this up because that had to happen for men's sports. It had to start from somewhere too. Um, so there's a real opportunity there. And um, But yeah, what we're doing is, is, is validating some of these um, smaller leagues that don't have the staff to do it. We're, we've kind of come in and, and helped a little bit. Very cool. Um, so I'd love to hear what kind of changes you're seeing in the industry overall since you've come on board with your app and as well as if there are things that you're seeing in the horizon in the overall uh, women's sports league industry. Yeah, great question. I have seen what feels like an increase in coverage, although we know that like the number was at 5% and dropped back down to 4% of coverage of women's sports as a whole. Even though women are 48% of athletes, they still only get five to four, four to 5% of sports media coverage. Um, I would say that even like some, some even like broadcast opportunities I've seen be less, although some leagues are signing like streaming deals. So there is a lot more potential to see games and players through some of the streaming services which is really neat. Um, and yeah, we've seen a huge increase in engagement and awareness. Uh, the, the two fastest growing fan bases in all of the United States are the WNBA basketball league and the NWSL soccer league. And so the markets are there and you're seeing that if you invest a little, if you, if you do give um, coverage and availability, people are there to watch and ready to like read and, you know, have all these like affiliate businesses or opportunities associated with the league. So yeah, I don't know if that fully answered your question, but I've seen yeah. more, I've seen, I've seen more and less at the same time. It's so wild, but um, yeah. you've, you've heard more of a buzz and yet there's still the decision 
we're not going to move in this space, which is beyond me, but also a great opportunity for me. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You can be like the, the front runner of, of in, in your industry. Um, so when, when in the process of promoting your app, what's that experience been like um, getting your app in front of um, in front of your uh, ideal customers? Yeah, so it's really neat is that we, in launching the app last December, we partnered with the Premier Ice Hockey Federation, so the Premier Hockey Federation, it's um, ice hockey, they're seven teams, so we were able to get that with them in front of their established fan base. We work with athlete ambassadors to reach their established fan bases, so the hope is that we partner with leagues, that as we provide this engagement tool, they provide marketing. Um but we also, since we've been around since 2019 and have sort of made a name for our, ourselves in the space, we have created relationships where we can get in front of, you know, newsletters that are about women's sports. And, you know, we have almost a thousand people on the app just from a launch in a very niche sport. And so we're really, really excited with how that's going. And as we're about to launch the two biggest leagues in the country, we're excited to see where that goes. But um yeah, thankfully we haven't put a dollar towards marketing yet. Um, trying to do it more organically and word of mouth. Um, but certainly when we have the availability for that, um, yeah, people in women's sports are, are pretty active on social, um, Twitter and Instagram. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. And can you share with me, um, are there any upcoming projects or releases or events that you guys are excited about? Yes. So on our app specifically, we're releasing soccer, basketball, and tackle football. There are two tackle football leagues for women in the, in the States. Um, so we partnered with the WNFC for that. So those are big. Those are all happening in the next two months, which we're really excited about. And then we also have a podcast mini series that we've been working on. That's about the earliest professional basketball players in the country. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of like a league of their own, but basketball. Um, so we're really excited to launch that at the end of the NCAA tournament, um, around the beginning of April. So those are two things we're really excited about. That's really exciting. Um, and, uh, I'd also love to hear a little bit about your work as CEO. What, what is the, what is the day in the life, um, for you look like? Oh man, it is every number of hats you could wear. Um, today, I think I had about 20 meetings, not, not that many, 12, maybe, um, of just like all varieties. Um, I think one of the hardest things as a CEO, as you're building your team is to, to remember to focus on what's most important to make the next step. And so, yeah, it can be anything from I'm on WordPress uploading articles, or I'm in Canva making social media posts or I'm pitching to investors. Um, it can look like any number of things on a given day. I have tried to structure though, Tuesdays and Thursdays are kind of like when I talk to other people days and then unless something comes up, um, but then Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I can really focus on, yeah. on what I need to do. That's really good. That's also, I, I relate to that, that um, it's probably a good idea to break your week up where it's like, these days are in engaging days right so you can just focus on on engagement and relationship development and then you have days where you're just like you know doing your work um 
uh, I was going to ask too, uh, are there any productivity hacks that you use as a CEO that you have found to be really helpful? I will say, it's, I didn't set it up, but our content editor, Preston, is like a wizard on Trello and like has a whole, our whole content team runs on Trello, which is really cool and like alerts the people who need it. Um, it's not a hack. I think it's like a known secret, but like, isn't it like the fraud, like do the hardest thing first, like spend your energy on either the most important thing, um, well, most important and maybe biggest thing every day. Um, and yeah, I think, I think my schedule, I, I really struggle sometimes with focus if I'm continually hopping on a call, hopping on a call. So that's why I started to do Tuesdays and Thursdays are my meeting days, because then I can take two to three hours on a big project, get it done without knowing, you know, without having to be called away essentially. So that would be one potentially. I find that very relatable and um, something I've heard some other business leaders talk about um, and maybe something I need to adopt myself. (laughs) Um, Well, um, as we near the end, I'd love for you to share what your vision is for She Plays for the next year and what you see beyond that. For the next year, I really do want to become just like a, a household name for fans of women's sports. I want them to either learn how to play fantasy and it's, you know, free games. It's, it's just the friendly, fun competition that you have among family and friends. That's our season long games. Um, so yeah, like being able to like learn players names that they didn't know because they've been on our app really, really embed ourselves in the fan community. And then beyond, I want to, I want to grow and I want us to become like sponsors in the leagues. I mean, our whole thing is to help women's sports grow. And so how do we do that um, as we continue moving forward and providing something fans love, um, providing something and content that, um, yeah, that they enjoy and that they see value in uh, and making a difference. Well, fantastic. I love hearing your vision for the future. Before we go, can you share um, how people can stay connected with you or anything else you'd like people to know about She Plays? Yeah, so our website is she-plays.com. And we do send out newsletters, uh, one on Monday, one on Friday that give you a sports calendar for the week, like where to tune into women's sports and just the latest news. You can find our app on the Apple store and Google play It's she plays two words. And then we're at she plays pro on all the socials. Um, so yeah, thanks again for letting me come on. I really appreciate it. It's my pleasure, Ashley. I really enjoyed having you on here. And um, for those listening, definitely check out the She Plays app. Um, It's going to be an exciting journey as you guys bring on these new releases. And um, so, uh, yeah, really enjoyed our time and learning about um, the business you're growing. Thank you. Thank you so much.